Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of the Cheat Coders Podcast. My name is Raph and this is an episode for you. It's episode 104 and I am here with my usual suspect of Nats blazing all the way in London town. Say what up? Yo, 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 what up? What, 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 what? Hey, energy is up now? there, is man. Energy is up there. I love it because we are here <laughs> having a special episode because we got, we got three of my cl- good, good, good mates, three of the most talented people in Western Sydney. We have Christian Joseph, LOC, and Heartbreak Kev. What up, guys? Hey, how you guys been, man? How's been? How's, how's everything been? Hey, <laughs> shout outs to Don because, like, um, because he he couldn't make it today. I don't know if he's using the excuse of Krav Maga being, you know, martial artist and just kicking ass and getting tired afterwards. But I think he's a bit hungover. You know what I mean? A bit hungover. Mm-hmm. Shout out I, to Don, though. He was here Shout for like two seconds, and I could see the sweat of tequila coming out of his forehead. So yeah, he looked uh-huh. like he, he looked like a very sweaty um, Freddie Mercury. Hey, <laughs> with his <laughs> muscle with tea, the yeah, with the stash and the <laughs> muscle tea. He looked like a Adler <laughs> version of it. Yeah, yeah, Donny Mercury. <laughs> Donny Mercury, wow. <laughs> Your fucking dog. <laughs> Your fucking dog. But back to you guys, man. Like. You guys, like, how do you know? How, I know you, your story, like Christian Joseph and LSE, how you guys met. Mm-hmm. Quick story, you just met, like, how long ago? Years, man. I think we got, like, 10, 11 years yeah, knowing each other. Yeah, that much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one of those MSN ads. Yeah, I think it's even one as, of those ones. It's, yeah. like, as far back as that. <laughs> yeah, those days. <laughs> really? Those, day, man. Shit, so those are the levels. Back. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, now you guys, like, you and Heartbreak have, LSE and Heartbreak have, that's a bit more recent. Yeah. What's the story behind you guys meeting up? Um, tell us, tell us if it was love at first sight or anything. Or- I, I just, I just, <laughs> I just feel like um, this, this is this is the thing. Like, I know that um, the scene will always change. I know that there will always be like new faces that pop up, and I think that's what makes like Australian like hip hop really, 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 really exciting. Because as we progress, like new people come up, and people have like goals and aspirations that are like you know. That, that stand out and it's kind of like people just keep connecting and keep connecting. And what I see through through Kev is just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing that I felt coming onto it as a, as a younger person. But it's like, because of where I am now in life and like what I've experienced and what I've known, like I never had any dude like just say, what's up? Like, I like your music, you know what mm. I mean? And I think that honesty is like, it's something very important, especially to express to a person that's like up and coming. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know definitely. what I mean? And I feel like it was really cool because they reached out to me through social media first. Mm. And I think I had this discussion with Kev where he was like, oh, he saw an old video. You know that, that song that we did, Roll Call, with Soul Benefits? And yeah, so he, he uh, sort of caught yeah. wind of who I was like mm. back then. And okay. to me, that cool. like, that's pretty cool because that was like a big moment in my life. Yeah, I felt like we, we did something like in Western Sydney that a lot of crews weren't doing yet at the yeah. time. Yeah, And um, for him to like sort of gravitate to that, at work, I was like, okay, cool. So he, he kind of knows a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm. And then from that, I, I, I kind of just like um, moved forward and I looked through what, what he, he had going on and he yeah. was involved in this duo called 9-3 Hot Boys. Shout outs. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's, um, that's Dylan Darko and that's Heartbreak Kev. So like, I, I go check out their profile, I'll go check out their social media and man, like I think the first two singles I heard off their Spotify were fucking popping. Definitely. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm. there's, there's, there's people that kind of just say that shit and just blow ass to get clout and stuff like that mm. because they need to stay relevant 
But like, I really like, I, like, even if I, I didn't want anything from them, like I just contacted them and was just like, bro, your music is epic. Uh, I think the first record I heard was um, um, Icy. All right. So and I think that, that resonated with them. And you guys time. dropped that video recently. Yeah, that's, see, yeah, that was about like five days ago. Yeah. Uh, it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's just play that shit. I mean, that was in the works for a while. I think that was like a few months of just getting everything edited and everything mm. just all, you know, organized and just having everything, you know, polished. Because the way that we work, we want everything to be just 100%. And, you know, we want to have everything at the highest quality as, you know, that we can, like, you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yes. So from that from that happening, it's kind of like that initiated me like sort of seeing them and getting excited for what was going on because mm. like there's, there's so many like new artists rising in Sydney. It's like it's so prominent right now to see all the uh, wave of creativity mm. and people. It's just it's just becoming way more diverse. And I think seeing the combination of like Nine Three Hot Boys and what they were doing, it's just it had me feeling a way where I like I've never felt like that with with an artist or a set of artists before. Yeah, and so I reached out, and then I was just kind of like, "Yeah, your music's dope," and then likewise as well. And then we sort of just kept in contact and stuff like that. Yeah. So and like, and then that's when you came to a point where you created the song "Zoned." I mean, and all three of you were involved, involved right? Like, tell me the story of like how that kind of transitioned. Zoned. To the okay. Cool. Zoned, yeah. So um, fast fast forwarding, like um, I think there was like a common ground moment where I, f- I found that was really cool. Um, I was playing Street Fighter. Hey. At, um, Who are you? Huh? Which character were you? Uh, I use a few, man. You yeah. know. Which, one's, which one's the one that What's you go to? to? Uh, I like Akuma. All right. I, all right. But if I'm using like RK, like I'll go, I'll go, I'll go my go-tos like Ryu and shit. Yeah. And I think like using your Street Fighter characters is like a horoscope. Yeah. Whoever you pick is going to describe what type of person you really are. I mean, in a way, yeah. Are. That's why we have those things on Instagram where it's like, which Dragon Ball Z character are you? Or oh like, yeah, yeah. That, that thing. But like, this is, this is your Akuma <laughs> to the core. You're like, you're like, you're like kind of like a main character, but the evil version, you know what I mean? Okay. And, so. <laughs> and you yeah. do have like the the combo spirit and all that stuff. But like back to back to that to zone. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's that's the thing. It's coming. It's coming to that. So um, I posted a picture of me playing that, and then Kev like randomly puts a comment saying, "Oh fuck, I, l- I love that game." Blah, blah blah. Where is this? And blah blah blah. So we just get to talking about video games first. Yeah. And then I'm just like, "Fuck, man!" Like. You want to make some songs? Like you want to make some music? And he's like, yeah, fuck it That's dope. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why not? I mean, like, you know, because in every collaboration, there has to be like a common ground. I feel like you, you got yeah. to get along with the person you're working with, man. You can't just like hop on songs and just be like, you do your part, I do my part. And mm. hopefully like, you know, that's not how I work. Yeah. Like I got to actually like sort of, yeah. you know, get along with the person in order to create. And we've initiated a lot already from that. And then next thing you know, like I was going through, because CJ, my boy, bro. Seriously, if there's an idea, if there's something, I'm always going to his profile, checking out like, well, what beats he has or whatnot. Mm. And there was this like um, R&B-ish type beat that I was really feeling yeah, from I think the I po- posted it up on Instagram, yeah? Yeah, bro. This little snippet. It yeah. was actually different to the beat, that it, how it turned out. Mm. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I was like, holy shit. Like, don't, I asked him, I go, has anyone bid on this one yet? And he's like, no, nah, no one's bid on it. Can I, can I use it? And he's like, yeah, oh. for sure. And then I sent, I tagged Kev on it, and then Kev was like, "Yeah, let's go, let's do it." Yeah, nice. nice. So, like you said, like Christian just came in, so he he produced the track, his own. Yes, one it is that that it is now, yes. and then he just mentioned that it wasn't the actual the original beat wasn't the actual Snip beat it. that came to be that everyone hears. So, tell me the story of how that came from the first beat, and then it transitioned into the beat that everyone's hearing now. 
Yeah, so the first beat was actually inspired of uh, Drake, uh, one of his songs called Too Much. It's like oh, a okay. boom bap, trappy type of beat. It was very different, like had more boom bap elements compared to what it is now. Um, so yeah, Elo hit me up. He's like, I like, I like this beat. I want to write to it. He said he's going to yeah bring Heartbreak Kev on it. And um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't heard Heartbreak Kev before that moment, before Elo mentioned him to me. So I checked it out. I checked this page, 93 Hot Boys. Their stuff's pretty dope. And I noticed they had that wavy trap type of sound. Um, so yeah, from there, I'm like, okay, I'm going to recreate the beat. Um, keep the original element, the original chords, but keep make it wavy with the trap drums, uh, you know, influence from listening to uh, Hot Boys music. So yeah, yeah man. Oh, so you, you I wanted actually, it to kind of you actually catered it. To yeah, I wanted to like just both of them cool. be able to just show, showcase their styles on the beat. That's dope, like a yeah. fucking tailor. Like you need, you made a tailor yeah, made. Much, this man. beat was yeah. tailor made for these two. That's yeah. dope. Man. That's that's the thing about Christian though. Like you you hear what he posts on Instagram, or you hear him like sort of promote a beat that he's made, and like the best thing about that is that he always finds a way to customize it to the artist. Mm. Like you capture it and it's like, okay, cool. I feel this vibe, um, you know, boom, boom, boom. I, I want to work on this beat mm. and this is, this is what I've got for it. And then he'll flip it, but not in a way where it makes it completely different. He just customizes it to get the best out of the artist. Mm. And that's what good producers do, man. Like, I'm just saying. I know, yeah, that's just <laughs> I mean, like, I've known this yeah, guy for yeah. years. So that's basically what, what Zone was coming towards, you know. Yeah. He wanted to make the beat sort of like not not completely different but just amplify what you said before Pretty like much, man, yeah. get the best out of the both of us exactly yeah yeah man so, um, so did you guys work in the same like <laughs> creative space or was it still in, like uh, it three different spaces <laughs> it was sponsored by google drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and fucking oh, instagram dms all the exchanges on google drive <laughs> yeah version six. Oh man yeah, but we still were. you even though you were in three different separate like studio spaces and mm. stuff you still had a time to just talk through like the collaboration of what what would make the track better like yeah, oh, like you had instead of just like sending verses to each other right exactly and that's the that's the best thing about technology today and like you know being able to communicate ideas mm-hmm. and i think the bonus and the extra bit was the thing that wasn't sort of like the thing that wasn't sort of artificial and organic was that we were all on the same wave mentally yeah. yeah yeah like once i once i recorded a rough like on the idea and the concept of the record and you know um just put the idea down i sent it to kev and you know it only took him like 24 hours to come up with something but that's then cool. it was it's pretty funny because insane. like i wrote the hook first and it was like it was the first half of the hook and then i sent it to kev and he sort of wrote a hook to it as well so we were in that turning point right now so i sent it to christian <laughs> and then his input his input was like look um, I think Ello should cut his hook in half and we can combine the other half of Kevin's hook to sort of alley-oop it. Oh, yeah. shit. Because this guy was on oh, a higher right. oct- octave than me. Yeah. All I had to do was just roll it out and sort of like set the mm. tone, but this guy was going to lift it up. So, so is, there, is there like like lost versions of the, the full hooks? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I still have them. It was, it was pretty like loose, like the second half of the hook because I didn't know where the song was going to go. Like I think with this t- kind of record, the most important part is, is the hook, mm. you know, and um, this guy's a machine at hooks and Christian knows a lot about catchy hooks and like I'm in and out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, I soak in the knowledge from people that know a lot about hooks and I just get their opinion. And I felt like when Christian said that, you know, you, you got to sort of switch it up to sort of accommodate Kev to like push the end of it. Yeah. That's when it was like, yeah, we got something here. Yeah. Cause it's not a record where it's like, okay, Kev's going to do the hook and then I'm just going to rap. Yeah. Like if you notice on the record, like it's, 
it's like half half like i'm on the hook kev's on the hook kev's on the verse and i'm on a verse like everybody equally gets you know a platform to express themselves on the record now i want to get to like kev's point of view of like i want to get to your background as well because like you're kind of like new or you've been doing it for a while but in the scene i think you're a bit more fresh because these guys are more, you know, like they're all marinated and seasoned. Seasoned. They're already doing their thing. <laughs> but like, I, like your story is quite fresh to me. So like, how did you come about um, into the scene and getting into music? Well, it started um, probably two, two years ago or maybe three years now. Um, I decided to get back into music. I've been making music since I was 14, but that was kind of more on and off. Yep. And like, it was just all me doing by myself and I didn't really know what I was doing. So I kind of like put that aside and um, worked on my career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I decided to do music again um, because I was hearing a lot of like good stuff coming out and especially with the auditune wavy stuff. And that's like type of the like type of stuff that I was really gravitating towards to. And like, I love that melodic type of stuff and I decided nice. to give a crack at it and it took a lot, like a, a lot of time and practice to get my sound to where it is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's like that's around like probably a year after. That's where I met Dylan, um, the other half of Nine Three Hot Boys, and uh, he was on the t- same type of wave. And um, yeah, he reached out to me through like a song that I did early when I first started again. Um, but yeah, uh, and then we just started linking up at his place in Monovale and we started recording. We got better equipment and, um, you know, yeah, just started establishing our own sound, basically. That's crazy. Did you rap first or did you go straight into the melodic stuff? Um, at first, I was trying to get back into just like rap, rap, yeah. like, like boom bap type of stuff because that's what I grew up on and yeah. that's like what I came up on when I first started when I was 14. And, you know, I wanted to be more, you know, melodic and wavy and stuff like that. And I felt like, you know, I had a grasp on lyrics and I could, you know, put bars together and everything like that. So I, I decided to, you know, why don't I combine both? And yeah, Dylan like got on board with it. We became a duo and we've been, you know, together ever since. That's and it's been, it's been a crazy journey. Yeah. Um, we've done like it's crazy. Quite, a, quite a lot of shows for, you know, for a couple of guys that haven't been doing this for long. Mm. with not much backing and um yeah we're just trying to push our stuff as much as we can and we just want people to hear our music like i don't really care if you know it, you know if people don't like it i just want to do what makes me happy creatively yeah basically. i respect that definitely yeah Def- also like how old are you i'm 26 turning 27 26, so you're mid-20s all right cool cool and like i like the thing that you just mentioned how you tried the boom bap rap and all and it's interesting to the fact that you actually doing the boom bap rap and then you decided to go all wavy and then doing the melodic stuff because sometimes for people, from my experience, like rappers who do the boom bap rap, they just stick to that or like they do something similar and they're stuck in like in a certain era of hip hop. But you just went from that era into a modern era, which is the wavy like melodic sounds. And you do have a good sound and that's that, like, it's friggin' awesome. Thank you. I appreciate and that. like, it's, it's crazy. Like what made you decide to go to the wavy side from boom bap like what, what what attracted you more or like did you want you said that you wanted to blend it too yeah so like what's your thoughts on like that when you transitioned how did that happen um basically you go to a point where like, when i was doing the boom bap it wasn't like I, I felt like it wasn't what i wanted to do create like creatively i wanted to do more like something that was more sonically pleasing with yeah. like melodies and mm. stuff and like it, it's easy to make a melody if you practice enough and same with like you know rapping but like um 
you know, anyone can make a melody with auto-tune basically and make it sound good. But it, it's different when you're able to put words together that mean something mm. in a wavy, melodic type of way. So like, I think the way I'm doing it is like also, you know, with the Australian accent as well, it, it, it's, it's different. And we have such a unique accent in Australia and I think it should be embraced more. And mm. I feel like, you know, a lot of artists in Australia need to start using their accents like yeah. that, that, you know, that they grew up with basically. Yeah. yeah. Like I understand That's that there's true. a big, um, there's a big influence from the US, um, but you know, Australia is doing their own thing. And I think we're becoming, you know, we're making our own sound, we're using our own accents. And it's, it's, it's been like, um, you know, it's been a big year last year, actually, you know, with everything that was happening, you know, one, four, Hefs, um, what yeah, else, Chillin' It, Husky, all of them boys like that, mm. you know, they just embrace their voices and they've made the most, you know, amazing music Australia has probably seen. For yeah. a long time, bro. Yeah, for a long I, time. I agree with that. I agree with that. Before that was like 360 in Cursor, but it really made a big, you know, step up. Yeah. B Wise as well. He always oh, kept yeah, his B-wise. accent, right? Nats, you knew B Wise from yeah, way true. back. Like, when yeah, he man, was. Yeah, shout out to B Wise. We need to get you on the show, man. Yeah, he's, he held his accent down. Shout out to B Wise and all the other rising Sydney hip hop artists mm. that are freaking paving the way, paving the lane. I wonder if they have the accent debate in um, in other countries. Like, True. Nats, you're in you're in London. Yeah. yeah. You're like, do they have that type of thing? Because like in Sydney, like it's a constant debate. It's a big one. It's a big debate. One of the, if, like, one. if you're a rapper in Sydney, you're gonna yeah. face this accent debate that's gonna keep going on and on. I don't think it's gonna end. Is it like that yeah. in the UK? Do you, know, do you have a um, insight? Well, the, the thing is like, in the as you know, like they sort of. I wasn't here during the time that the UK scene blew up, kind of thing. But I think they've they're they're a bit a step ahead in that sense that yeah. they they've embraced their accents. That's why mm. they've got that whole you know their whole um, grime movement and all that as well. Um, I don't know, like yeah, yeah, they're just um, they've got their own thing, and I think um, like like what you guys have mentioned, we're we're finally finding our sound using our own accents, and it's cu- becoming more accepted in the mainstream. Like how Ella was mentioning before, it was like the curses, the three sixties. That's all we have, but now it's like it's becoming like it's just transitioning. I feel like mm. it's a it's a great moment to be in music, and especially in Australia, the stuff that's coming out there, it's pretty dope. And I think with the impact, like um, the, there's drill rappers from. Now I drew it and it's it's becoming more noticed globally. Like people have heard mm. of it here. And I'm like, damn, because like, you know, I'm following it myself and then it's it the word's getting around. It it just goes to show like sometimes it's hard to see because back in Sydney we're so far away, right? It, 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 sometimes yeah. it feels like, damn, did people even notice us? We're like in this bubble in the mm. corner of the world, so yeah. far away from the global economy, and then it's it's hard to like be motivated sometimes it's like fuck man is this as far as we go but with with all the new like we're probably going to get into this subject soon but with how music's distributed these days it's it's it makes it it brings the whole world together like it, there's mm. not that disconnect like I'm, we're doing a fucking podcast right now and i'm like in london talking to you guys it's that kind of yeah it's that it's that kind of like the, the times are now yeah. that yeah. brings everything together so i think that has a lot <clears> to do with with um people like you know what we don't need to sound american or try and be something we're not yeah. just do us and people will hear us it doesn't mean you know the internet's connected everyone this is a good conversation that we're just stumbled upon the accent debate like we've talked mm-hmm. about it before in private conversations yeah. our thoughts now and when we even had it like five years ago and i'm pretty sure our, our thoughts now are completely different five years ago like when i rap when i did rap before 
I, I used a, an American accent and stuff. But you were the first to start to start switching it up though. Yeah, I was trying to switch it up as much as possible yeah, because I felt more friends. comfortable just mm. wanna be being myself. Because like as a hip hop artist, you always wanna try and be as authentic as possible. That's and right. but that, that obstacle, like that that thing of using an accent is like it's it's confusing for us because as a Filipino you do dwell into that realm in the accent because like even when I speak normally, like people just think that I, I I come across as American because of the way that I talk. But then now it's going to be more confusing when I rap. And it's like, is this guy really American or not? You know, like you've experienced too, because like people would, would like mistaken your accent for. Well, I, I started off with an American accent. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Like that's mm. how I was introduced to hip hop. And I think that's just what I knew, you know, how like that was just the way that I was painting my pictures. Like, with the American sort of accent. And then like when I got into the duo stuff with Lee, when it came to like our third project, I like, you know, as you grow older, you start sort of asking yourself like, what is this shit? Like, you know, like when, you, you know, besides all the flexing and the bars and all that, you know, just making music, like real cool music. Like, are you going to put yourself into your music a hundred percent or you're just going to sort of hide behind this sort of paintbrush because everyone everyone expresses themselves in different ways like mm. in this debate i don't stand on any side like if a dude chooses to use american accents yeah. what, what really ways. yeah what what i really appreciate always is the content like what they're mm. talking about what they're representing and what you know what are they trying to like the message in their music and, and i feel like um if a dude needs to do that in his own accent I mean, if, if the music's good, it's good, right? Like, yeah. so I started sort of asking myself that. And then I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, you know, I, I'm a Filipino dude from New Zealand that grew up in West Sydney. There's certain, like, there's a certain way that I talk. Like, there's ways where, like, I, I would sound like American because of the Filipino background. Because, you know, in, like, for Filipinos, it's kind of always going to link to, like, an American sort of... Yeah. I don't know what do they call it like Taglish where it's like half Tagalog and half yeah. English. Tagalog is um you know uh, the spoken language the spoken language of the that Filipinos. This is Ireland represent. So like yeah, and then there's certain like sort of um, there's certain terms that I use because I grew up in in New Zealand. You know what I mean? And yeah. then there's certain sort of words that I use like because I grew up in West Sydney. So I just decided you know what? Why don't I just like just do it how I do it and like not try and do something that like what Matt said, like not try and do something that's just part of this like big wave that everyone's writing. And I mean, not, not many people are going to get it, but the people that do relate to it will, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's yourself. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. In terms of like, like reasons for people saying, Oh, I use an American accent because like, right. if you're a singer, what type of accent do they use? They use that's an American. The they always say that always point to that. But for some reason, Hip hop is a, it's it's an authentic um, genre in itself that this without if 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 it was if it was a perfect world and then we're gonna compare if the two things are like the like singing and rapping are the same thing this debate wouldn't happen in the first place so I think authenticity is so important in hip hop that it goes down to the nitty gritty even onto your accent mm, yeah. which is crazy but like for me I don't care if what accent you use if the content is great the content is great. But I can understand on a listener's point of view or other artists in the area saying like you should use the accent because hip hop has always been raised on authenticity and being real like consistently. But, you know, I do get that. And like, like I'm not going to be mad if someone changes their accent out of nowhere because like I've seen a couple of videos where they're like, oh, this is not the accent you used in the last song. 
Yeah. And they're just, you know, it's like what happened and stuff. But like they make jokes about it. But to me, it's like if the content is great, the content's great. Content will always rule everything. But it like if I get it when a listener is like have that E and they'd be like picking out everything that they want. Because, that, you know, at the end of the day, you can't change what a listener no. listens to. They like what they like. They like, like what they like. What, but, do you, yeah. what do you reckon, CJ? Like I've always I've had brief conversations with you about this. Now, nah, yeah, it was a bit weird because you know I used to do a lot of singing before, and like like you said, like there was no debate in the singing yeah. you know, mm-hmm. style. But um, I don't know, man. Like you said, if it's if it sounds good, it sounds good. It doesn't matter what accent you use, but it's good to be authentic. You know what what type of music you want to bring out? Yeah. What about yeah. with rap, bro? Like, do you, do you, do you yeah? As a like, listener, do you yeah. do you like if you see? Uh, are you more so person that listens to the content? But um, if the content is good, but the accent is kind of, you know, that is fake. Do you just count out the content that's been said? Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, no way. I, I, I reckon. No, I don't count it out, man. Like, could be like you said, you, you know, Philo's grew up on the American culture, American mm. type of um, accent. And I don't know, like if you just depends, you don't. Me as a listener. Yeah, I just. If it sounds good, it sounds good, man. It doesn't matter yeah. what accent, to be honest, yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. I think that's more so, like, I think all of us will be consider that content is will take over. But if you're, uh, like, maybe the accent could be a bonus type of thing. Maybe it might I feel like it. the accent's what's pushing it now. Mm. Like what Kev said, like, it's, mm. it's given us global perspective. Like, oh, sorry, it's given us, like, it's a distinct. global audience now. People are like, oh, these guys are from Sydney, yeah. Australia. Yeah, I mean, that helps out a lot, you know. Like, but then again, the- I don't think, I, like, to be honest, like, I'm listening to thoughts and people who don't listen to hip hop religiously, right? And their thoughts on the accent is completely different to us. Like, we accept it, what is that? but then you hear someone who's like more so into the mainstream stuff and they're done into music yep. per se, they just listen to it in yep. the car and they, they hear an accent, yeah, they just think that you know it doesn't sound good. No, no, it's funny as well because I've talked to my girlfriend about this. She she doesn't like the Aussie music, eh? The Aussie accent, like yeah. she actually hates it. Yeah, but she's Australian. Like, it's funny, you know. Like, yeah, like and that's what were you saying? No, I was gonna say. Um, I think it depends on the style as well. So with, with real real hip hop, like like maybe per se like the boom bop, uh, boom bop type stuff, um, that would be a bit more um judged because anything with like ly- like really um intricate lyricism, if you're like saying a bunch of shit. And you're saying it with conviction, you got to be on point with who you are as well. So I think mm-hmm. the accent would matter a lot more in that sense. But when it comes to like, you know, just music, making something that sonically sounds good, um, this can go both ways for for rappers doing mainstream stuff, for singers and all other subgenres of the culture. I think that it doesn't really matter as much. Like you know, you can it's it's for the sound. You're trying to capture a, an audience, a market. <laughs> Um, to please them for the for the for the vibe altogether. That's what I think, anyway. But um, yeah, I'm interested to hear like if there's anyone out there who are who listens who has listened to a song with the Australian accent that isn't, and you are not Australian. Like if you're from the UK or from the US, I want to hear your thoughts in terms of like how do you perceive and how do you if do you if you like sonically the Australian accent. Because I, I, I just think like people in Australia are just biased <laughs> on like the, the accent they just hear it constantly and then or they hear the American sound constantly and they hear something that just pops and it's mm. the Australian accent and it's like what is this what what's going on I, I just want to hear someone else's perspective that's 
pretty much um, that's used to the American accent as a whole, and they just hear a song and it has an Australian accent. I think that'll be interesting too. Like a react. Well, you can watch yeah. the reaction videos of like when the Americans sort of react to like one four videos mm. yeah. or F's videos. <laughs> like there's certain there's certain words that they don't understand, so they like you know comment us. People comment them on what they really mean. Yeah, kind of thing, and that's yeah. like the disconnect. But then they learn so much from it because it's like. That's what what's that's what's going on over here, you know. What I, I think mean? yeah, I think there's so much to touch on, and in terms it's of like the undis- one, undiscovered stuff in terms of hip hop mm. on a global scale. Yeah, hundred. Like because like just just hearing the accent like from mm. the I think we can only hear the the British accent and the Australian accent per se. Like like if we have hip hop as a whole and then embracing their accents, we might just get this whole undiscovered like culture. Well, yeah, well that's what's going to push it forward, I guess like just individuality and, and people standing out from the way they sound i mean that's that's yeah. how that's how we progress i guess you know what i mean yeah and also paying homage of like what's come by and uh, what's begin what's began the whole hip-hop thing in the first place mm. which is back in new york in america and then that's that's how it started we respect that and it, yep. you know and then 100%. of course and we just you know it's it's hip-hop has just turned into a global Oh yeah, hip hop is one of those genres that have so many subgenres, mm. and that's what people don't understand. Though, like, like you know, a lot of purists would get mad at me and say, like, you know, um, hip hop is supposed to be this and that, or you're supposed to have bars, or you, you know, you know what I mean. Or I only listen to hip hop for the vibes, you know what I mean. Like, no one is ever wrong in these conversations. I feel like there's just so many subgenres that if you like something, that's just the type of hip hop that you like. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be sections now. Like you have you have stuff that's like sort of more modern age, and then you got the classical stuff, and then you got the alternative stuff, and you got some experimental stuff. Like, everything in between. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what pushes fucking music forward, bro. Like, and I I exactly. really don't like it in discussions where like people always rant about how like hip hop is not like how it used to be and blah blah blah. When I'm like, well, they fucking said that about us when we were young, like the older generation like what the fuck is this hip-hop shit and now it's like the biggest genre in the fucking universe you know what i mean like that's a good point that you brought up because what i wanted to talk about was old school hip-hop versus new school hip-hop i could get in trouble for this conversation bro but it's a good conversation to have <laughs> i'm just joking all the all the conversations that you, you know people will like start building their opinions they're they're conversations that we need to have and okay. this is a constant like the accent debate this has been a constant thing. It just seems like the old school versus new school. There's always a divide between the two sounds. And then we mentioned that you had the whole boom bap influence. And then you decided to move on and trying to blend it with the new school sound when you're doing the melodic um, tunes and everything. And it, that's an interesting thing as well, because yep. that's a blend that we rarely see. Who, and was now, your, who was your favorite like rapper? I've never asked you this, like coming up like like a 14 year old, Kev, like, what, what was he listening to that inspired him to, like, write raps? Yeah, honestly, like, when I first started making music, like, the, my biggest inspiration at that time was Eminem. Wow. Yeah, yes. Eminem. Like, Word. all the stuff back then from the Eminem show was, like, That's that was cool. my favorite. Like, my first That's, CD <laughs> yeah. I ever got was, like, Lose Yourself. Yeah. And 8 Mile was such a fire movie. <laughs> that movie was, right, like... cool. Yeah, well, so we have the right people in the room to discuss his yeah. new album later on, yeah. all right? <laughs> yeah, Everyone's nah, listened to it, right? Yeah. Everyone's got their thoughts, right? Yeah. You haven't listened to it yet? Nah, bro. All right, cool. I'll tell, you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why later. I'll tell you why. All right, all right. We'll yeah. talk. We'll get into um, it. We'll get into we'll it. Get but into um, it. new school versus old school. Like, what's your thoughts on like the ongoing battle that continues on? Why? Why do you think this is happening? Why do you think 
people are more in tune or people be like, oh, I'm into the old school. And, you know, old school is the only school. And then new school, they'd be like, oh, I only listen to new stuff. It's like, mm. why can't we be friends? You know, why, why can't yeah. we enjoy everything? Um, fuck, man. That's, that's a big one. I mean, wait, before I start this, who, who was your favorite? Like, who Me? was your first rapper like that you... Uh, Man, like, because like, I, I listened to R&B growing up, so yep. when I finally found out about rap, yep. man, I, it was when Ja Rule was killing it. Okay. When, um, so you're on that. So era. that's okay. when I, that's, All right. so that was my first impression of rap. Like, and then only recently I actually found out about like Tribe Called Quest and um, yeah. all the old school rap. You see the pattern here? Like, his his experience with hip hop was Eminem. His experience with hip hop was like what Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. And mine, mine would be the same as Nat's, hopefully, like 50 Cent. Like, you know they're all from the same sort of like fucking era there was a point in time where like those like artists were like on the top of their game and like you didn't hear us you didn't hear any of us say stuff like i used to listen like the first thing i heard was like wu-tang or big l or Mm. big pun or you know you know what i mean like we all we all sort of had that first experience with these kind of artists and then from then on you develop like a love catalog yeah and then you back catalog right like isn't that what you guys did like i felt Mm. like i found out about Wu-Tang heaps later man yeah, like same. almost like when it, I was already graduated from high school when I started listening to yeah. fucking 36 Chambers and mm. you know Big L and um, you know Illmatic and all that kind yeah. of stuff I was just getting on to Jay-Z but Jay-Z was already forward past his discography where he was up to like fade fade to black he was already retiring mm. yeah. you know and and we just back catalog you know what I mean and and, and I feel like um, naturally like we're on this like sort of level where we're in the middle where it's kind of like we understand where the young perspective was coming from because like picture this like we were sort of born in that era where Tupac and Biggie were still sort of like Mm. I found out about that shit when I was in primary school man like Mm. I couldn't really put it together in my head why it was such a big thing back then but you find out later on that you know yeah that's a big thing right yeah and um yeah so the whole like educating yourself and like back cataloging and hearing the history of hip-hop it sort of it sort of just depends on your preference and how it affects your life and so like imagine coming through and like being born today (laughs) i mean who are you gonna know in hip-hop that like sort of like you're gonna know like drake yeah you're gonna know kendrick you're gonna know j cole you know what i mean like further down you go you're gonna know like travis scott you know what i mean eventually they're gonna be old school yeah Eventually. I mean, imagine being born now. You never like. You're not gonna know who Mac Miller is. Like, mm. you're gonna have to go back and be like, "Who's this Mac Miller guy?" You know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like it just really depends on on the era you were born in and how hip hop sort of approached you and where it was at when you were growing up. Yeah, I think I that's, can understand that. I can understand that as like going back catalog, but that's the. I it. think it's. I think it's a bit harder for people to go forward catalog for some reason. As in, like, people like you can go back and then respect what's coming from the past. Yeah. But then that's all. That's also a debate in itself. But also, people just tend to like people. I don't know. If, I don't know for some reason, people seem to shut down new things. What do you call them? The old heads that just love. You got, the- you got old heads. <laughs> you got new heads. I don't, I don't. I don't know what it is. But like, eventually, like what all the artists you mentioned, everyone now considers Jarl old school. Everyone yeah. considers yeah. Eminem old school. The way you think mm-hmm. about it, like yeah. he's a debate in himself. But like, um, it's just eventually like everything seems to be shutting down anything that's new or mainstream well, i feel like it's a reflection on society bro mm. like i feel like in the early 90s there was a lot of like oppression mm. and there was a lot of points to be made through music you know and it was really intense and um mm. i feel like um 
you know there was it was a, like the 90s hip-hop era was just it was a lot of um foundation it's like foundation for for what we're experiencing now but at the same time we look at today and we have the world has different problems now mm-hmm. you know you, you know you know what i mean like i feel like you know social media being a huge one yeah. like that's just changed the game completely so you know the music's going to change bro people are going to try and attack success a different way yeah you know what i mean you don't have to be like the fucking best lyricist to mm. stand out anymore like if if people are feeling your story and you have an audience yeah. however you're gonna get it by cloud chasing or doing some stupid yeah. shit and getting known for the stupid shit <laughs> and then getting like a million streams each song like if that works for him that works for him like it's never gonna be back in the 90s where it's like you had to show and prove all the time or you had to battle guys like man you could talk about it forever because like yeah, yeah coming from an r&b background right um, to begin with like R&B back then didn't have an auto tune or anything, you know. Right, right, right. And right. back then, like Usher and Boyz II Men, they had to sing like perfect pitch all the time. It's just crazy, mm-hmm. crazy to see the change in music. Yeah. And how like Kev's doing the auto tune stuff, like and Future, obviously the big artists. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to see the ch- the change, the shift in music, man. Yeah, rap R&B. Yeah. Back in the day, you had to do one take. One take. Yeah. Like everyone had to do one take. Like a band had yeah, to do yeah. one take with mm. you because yeah. you had only a limited amount of um, tape to use. And now everything is about like doing different layers, like a hundred layers. And then you can do even um, just jump in on like a, on a line that you didn't, that you want to redo and everything. It's, it's really changed the way we see an artist and their, the way they create and everything. And it's just like, um, I'm just trying to get to like, how was I going to say? Like, I I feel like R and B is like, it's it's more of an ingredient now like and i'm not disrespecting the genre at all because i'm yeah, yeah. i'm a, i grew up on usher boys to men fucking you, you know what i mean i feel like r&b artists today i feel like it's it's it has to be infused with something else now to yeah, really stand out you like know what i mean yeah you know what i mean like marshmallow i think the artist is it's got to have another element to it yeah 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 you know like alternative r&b i guess you know what i mean i think that's like in general like everything can't be the same throughout it has to show some evolutions of some sort has to be whether like, it be a bad evolution or a good one you know it has to show some sort of change if it's constant throughout then how's it gonna grow you yeah know? well you look at all the guys that are still here and the guys that are really like iconic status they've, they've every every project that they do is always like they're always trying to test the waters on something else or they're always trying to sort of push their sound in a mm. direction where you might not even know if it's gonna work, but because they're gonna because they're gonna do it, it could start a whole new thing. Like, mm. it's funny you say that, man. Well, that's what I do, you know. Like, I started making yep. deep house, you know. Like, right. Mm. But um, yeah, I just want to make you know whatever you like. So exactly, I think that's what's gonna push you forward. So it's it's a very d- diverse topic, and yeah, like, you yeah, you, there's always different <laughs> ways to look at it. Really, like, it changes the conversation. And to me, I think every school is pretty much nearly the same school, but different sounds. Mm. like there's always going to be a mainstream like artist there's always going to be the birth, they're still the underground good. yeah there's still artists. good underground rap i yeah. don't know why people keep saying that hip-hop is it never yeah, died bro Kendrick, it's just like Dra- exactly it may not be like uh, yeah it may not be like sonically what they experienced in the 90s but there is still good hip-hop there and good lyricism i just feel like because society and the world changes and you know different things happen obviously art is going to shift yeah. And like some people are going to stay in that one section that's made them sort of who they are today, and some people can go with it. There's, there's nothing wrong with mm. whatever you choose. What's it's your thoughts, Kev? I really want to get to your thoughts because yeah. you you kind of got the sound of both. 
yeah. in terms of the old school and the new school sound. What's your thoughts in the in the in the whole old school versus new school thing? Yeah, like as you mentioned before, I think like the new school need to respect what you know, what like the foundations that were laid for us to make music today, basically. And I feel like um, you know everything that happened back then. Um, made everything today and you know we need to <laughs> recognize that we need to recognize that everything that they did led up to this moment today so yeah so yeah. many gems so many the real one yeah definitely like you sh- everyone should respect the past but and, they, and everyone should also respect the future as well mm-hmm. like like you can't always be you don't have to, like i can't change the way people feel but mm. you can't always just judge what's new yeah. Like like hip hop as a whole was judged when it was first came out. Yeah, no, and I, I, I agree with what Kev said, but at the same time, I, I also understand the other guys that like don't know much about the old school. Like, there's some people obviously like Kev that that know the foundation and have done the research and sort of like they know the history behind like like hip hop and and where it's at now. But then there's like younger kids that are just kind of like yeah, whatever. Like it's boring, and then they just do their own thing. Like you can't blame them. You can't blame for, them. For they, being, they, you know, at least that they recognize it. At least or even I'm not even like it, but you know yeah. I can't. Like if it works for this dude, then fucking you know you, you do your thing, bro. Like like for real. Like if you want to be like completely honest, like you, if you want to backtrack it, like our old school is not the old school that people. Sh- you know, it's not even the beginning of hip hop. Yeah, you know nah. we 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 didn't grow up on um, DJ Cool, Big Daddy Kane, Rockin'. That's what they grew up on. The the rappers, yeah, see, black, their, their old school is is those guys. Yeah, so it's everyone's like, old it's school like, is like different. A, it's like a pattern. You see it with generations coming all yeah. the time, and it's the same. I think it's the same debate all the time. So when when mm. these guys were coming out, like the like NWA, like they had their movement too. A lot of people were like, what's happening with hip hop? It's getting all like aggressive because yeah, hip hop didn't start gangster and shit that like it was like quite you know it was quite it was funky it was happy it was like you know yeah it was colorful it was like it's colorful uh, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, it was yeah, a really yeah. it was a it was a positive um genre and then obviously yeah. when like the, ga- the gangster new york um golden era um that influence mm. as well it got, it got a bit more prominent with that sense because that's what people gravitated to at that time mm. and obviously we're not in a t- like obviously that shit's still there like you know there's still gangs and all that but it's not the main focus is not that big of a yeah, problem so many, anymore so, many so like right now this is what's happening and people i think um there's so many gems in these in this convo that you guys have all dropped and it's all it's 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 really cool to to listen to but um it, it's amazing to see um this just one example and i'm just gonna pull up eminem because i have to pull up eminem in every track um <laughs> i mean in every podcast because it's here now but you, you, you ever go to an eminem concert i don't know if you guys been to one recently or like you've been you, you've been to one refs you've been to an eminem concert hello as well um it's crazy I to haven't. see because you know eminem's got such a long discography he's gone from here to to now he's still active he's dropped an album recently but mm-hmm. his discography goes back to the 90 99 slim shady lp whatever mm. when he does a concert He's one of those artists that he doesn't just perform his like latest hits. He does everything. He does stuff from the Slim Shady LP. He does stuff from mm. Recovery and up until now. I love seeing mm. it because um, the last Eminem concert I went to, I knew all the words to everything up until the Eminem show. I was like, fuck yeah. But every time something would drop from Recovery, and I'm not dissing, like I was just like, I actually thought it was really cool. The kids weren't seeing anything from the Marshall Mathers LP, but every word from Recovery upwards from what's what's the other ones? Recovery, uh, Real, uh, Relapse, LP, Sue, Re, uh, Relapse is kind of the transitional point. 
but mm. they were like i was like you know what i respect that like these like this is an artist i like it may not be the music that i like anymore from him but the fact that they're following of course they, they that's their backtrack as well type thing yeah. um it's amazing to see that gap within just one artist as well there's a there's a you know there's two different generations listening to that 100 man and i feel so, the same with like lil wayne as well you know yeah you got the old school lil wayne fans the, yeah the mixtape lil wayne yeah. fans the rock I, style lil i think wayne what that's brought up was kind of like a good that's a good that's a good analogy of um how the old school versus new school kind of thing is happening yeah because artists like eminem if you don't realize it i guess like i don't i don't realize it too then is that his music seems to adapt to what is happening now or adapt to what people in the probably younger generation, which is kind of like the main consumer of music, are into. And they they gravitate to that. So, like, uh, for some reason, maybe what I gravitate to is what Raph from 20, what do you call it, like true, 20 yeah. years old in his 20s gravitated exactly, yeah. to it, it more. And, like, now that's probably the reason why I can't really get into Eminem's new stuff. New Eminem. You know what's I'm, an even I'm, funnier I'm like example? You know, like there's um Twitter trending, like Eminem is cancelled. And majority of it is like teeny Ariana Grande fans. I don't know what he said, don't tell me, because I don't want any spoilers. I'm gonna listen to it later. But like okay. they're all like, Oh, Eminem, how could he say all this? And then you got all the people that grew up in hip hop, like, dude, it's not like a rapper that has been saying controversial things since year two thousand says something controversial it's like the hell these guys are so out of touch like kind of thing but you realize these people probably don't know that's what how eminem started if anything he was worse before like he was yeah, way worse the shit. stuff he was saying than now yeah. and you know he still goes over the line sometimes but i think people are just you know in a different place how, how do you feel about um kanye's relevance in 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 today in today's culture from from who he was at the start from where he is now oh, i yeah, feel too. like he's still managed to keep himself like relevant yeah. in, a, in a sense where like the younger generation sort of still see him as a very important yeah. sort of. I, I think mean, it's, he's kind of the same as Eminem. Like I can't really get into his new stuff, but yeah, the old I, stuff is I when- I bipolar. <laughs> but I love Kid Sea Ghost. I like Kid Sea yeah. Ghost. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's crazy like that because like, like the first three albums of Kanye was kind of in the same realm of the first three albums of Eminem. Mm-hmm. And it's, it it's 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 kind of weird how we gravitate to that, but when they put out new music, that that doesn't really gravitate to us. It's 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 kind of weird. But yet, I'm just um now canceling. I'm just talking when I'm speaking. Yeah, I'm, yeah, all good, bro. Well, I'm speaking when I'm th- thinking, but it's just now I'm just thinking now. But why would I gravitate to say some music that is happening now? Like uh, like I gravitate to YBM Corday. And I, I gravitate to Kendrick and like a bit of Drake and J. Cole as well. But that's similar to the sound there. But then there's all these other stuff that I'm gravitating to now. So it c- kind of cancels my point of like it's it's when you when you listen to it. But um, I don't know. It's, I think this thing is an ongoing debate. The old yeah, we've, we've, we've covered a few things. So it's really good. Yeah. Really good. And it's, it's just one of those things like what's your thoughts out there? Whoever is listening or seeing this episode is what's your thoughts on the new school versus new school why is there a debate happening in the first place why can't we all be friends and enjoy all types of music what's going to be mid school 
Yeah, can't we, why can't we just be in the same school, you know? <laughs> like, it, hip-hop. I think, uh, like, what I, I want to add another point before we get to the next um, topic is more so, like, I think it's more so that hip-hop, hip-hop is a very young genre in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so young that people are still trying to figure out where it's going. And even though it's with the number one genre in the world, it's still trying to find itself and changing its lane constantly. As the, and these debates are just going to be constant as well. I'm pretty sure it happens in other genres as well, right? Like yeah, rock. No, 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 every, some guy you'll have like the, the uh, um, rock and roll purists too that we were like they mm. don't like what's what's out. It's, it, it goes across everything, man. It's the main mm. thing. Mm. I mean, I, I think these deba- I think these debates are healthy. Uh, no, if these are. debates are happening, then it pushes the, the really it pushes popping, the genre. Right? Like, imagine if yeah. mu- if hip hop was yeah. exactly the same. It'd be so saturated. We'd be listening to the same stuff again and again. Like, how much more so can boring, you do bro. of yeah. a certain style until you get like mm. duplicates of everything type thing? It it pushes music. It pushes people's tastes. That's why I mm. think Raf, when you said, "But I don't understand why I like it's because your musical tastes. You know, you you'll always have a love for what you loved before. Like, I'll always love." My that era, like the same as Ella, Fifty, Eminem, that era, that'll always be like a time capsule for me. That's my go-to. But I still like Eminem. I'll peep him, at, peep him now and there, and be like, I get excited when something drops. But it's opened so many more things to like come up. I'm like, fuck, have you discovered this new style and shit? There's all these new school rappers, man. Um, I can't think of any top of my head, but there's heartbreak hip, bro. Yeah, man, there's heartbreak hip. Hello, C. CJ. <laughs> all right that's a good that's a good segue this guy's a good podcaster right here um so let's get back into zone so like the the zone. completion of zone like and then the release of it and it's um what feedback did you get in terms mm. of zone because personally for me zone is probably one of your best um tracks yeah. that you've created and um it's more so in the sense that you do it's kind of like an accumulation of your understanding of where the genre is going mm-hmm. and where it has been in the past. Like, and it, it, it also like, because I'm not saying this is not, this is your best lyrical um, song. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that this is a, a, a pivotal and a pivotal track for you because it's showing that you are evolving as an artist. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, like I always like, um, the first person I play my music to is my missus, right? When I pick her up from work and like I finish yeah. mixing something, shout out shout to out Jasmine. To yeah. um, and she's heard a lot of the records before Zoned. And she was, I mean, she, she didn't hate them, but it's just not her preference, right? And then when I played her like the sample of Zoned, she's like, whoa, like this is like gonna be like, That's a I jam. reckon this is yeah. gonna be like your best song this year. And I was like, why is that? And she goes, I just, I just like it straight away. Like, it's just got a good vibe. Like this Kev guy is obviously like doing his thing. Christian killed it on the beat. Mm. And I feel like it's just all comes down to, to preference. And um, I like to, with me, like what's important to me in collaborating with people is that like, we all got to get something out of this, out of this in a sense where it's like, it's going to make you like a better artist or it's going to open doors for the other person. Like all, what we're doing here is like sharing, right? And I feel like when I work with, like when I worked, when I work with Kev, it's kind of like, it's, that's a whole different sort of. Something you haven't tapped into before. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's kind of Surprised like, me to be honest. I'm a like, tourist in this, like, not in a tourist in a sense where I don't know anything. Like I've got my idea of it, but to see some other person work a totally different way to how I would work yeah. is like inspiring. Cause it's like, holy fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't really like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never really had a proper handle on like melodic rap. I knew what it was. I knew I could do like here and, you know, stuff here and there, but the way he attacks a record is kind of like, yeah. mm. 
it's completely different to mine. So you take something out of it and then he learns from me and it's just kind of like, oh, is that how Alec does it? Like, that's, you know, I didn't expect it like that as well. You know what I mean? That's yeah, and no, I just saying, like, it pushed me as well. I never used to make much uh, the Wavy Trap stuff. And like I said, I was listening to his stuff. I'm like, oh, man, I got to get into this. And, yeah, we, yeah, I got It was funny because we, yeah. we had a conversation when the sample came out. And then me and Christian were just like, fuck, man. These new dudes are on yeah, some man, shit, we're bro. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I man, me and Ella are talking when about we, it. Yeah, yeah, when we, man, heard, it, when we oh. heard Kev's verse, we were just like, what the fuck? I, as soon as I got it, I was like, yo, CJ, yeah, you, you got to hear this. You can see that he I, rang me. I heard the difference too. When it came up, I was yeah. like, oh, like the direction changed. We were like, what thing, the like, fuck? Yeah. And then CJ has... Well, he made it easy for me though, like because he you know, <laughs> stepped into my world of like wavy stuff. So it was just really effortless. And then, like, I really appreciate like you stepping into like my realm and you you fucking killed it man like it was it was such i reckon it's such a great track like i'm being biased here because <laughs> it was fun it was fun it, it was, was so fun. organic like nah. not nobody now, was Kev, you got to backtrack now into ella's world now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually asked me the other oh, week, oh. like a month ago like as we talk on the regs like because yeah, yeah. you know it's just good to have a like you know share insights yeah, and um, there's a few artists that like i've, I've managed to uh sort of link with that's yeah. sort of like up and coming where it's like, um, you know, we just talk on the regular and we exchange music and mm. it's never, it's never like you do this, I do that. It's kind of like, oh, what do you think of this? So, you know, just, just advice. And just was like, yeah. yo, like I got to hit up some bars with you. And I'm like, bro, that's mad. Yeah, I, got, you got, I got some more fucking, you know, wavy shit with you. So it's kind of <laughs> like, yeah. So it's, it creates a relationship in a sense where like creativity can be pushed in so many different directions from exactly. the people you work with. Yeah, man. The cool thing about it, like when I first heard it is that, you know, I, I'm all for an Ella ripping into like an MC type of song, you know? I'm all into that and I'm going to be like, you know what, this is a fucking good song. But then when I first hear, heard this song, I was like, you know what, this is this is kind of like the one that mm. that you should push and put your energy into because this has the potential to take you to the next level. So everyone else, you have a wider reach to hear you rip into mm-hmm. other MCs, you know? Not just me and the hip hop people around me. Yeah. It's just that you, I think this is, like kind of like everyone's like every artist has a breakthrough moment mm. type of thing and this song if treated right and pushed to the right right demographics and stuff you could actually break through yeah well we uh what i did was i actually like paid submit hub to yeah. like sort of review the record and i got like, i got a lot of feedback like honest feedback that um that were really it was really beneficial like some most of them said that it was a really good like really nice record a really good tune really mm. good like sort of like uh what do you call that pop trap pop sort pop of track yeah and I, I appreciate a lot of that and some some people said that like um the well, what did they say like um the spacing of it like it needed to breathe more or like just all structure these, wise i think they exactly. said there was some issues in structure which i can kind of understand from yeah. making the beat um, and and that's thing that that's the one thing that you got to sort of hang on to as an artist is that like yes you've got your friends that support you but it's also very important to to hear a stranger's complete mm-hmm. review their friends like, wouldn't say that like, well, they your friends wouldn't say that shit not as much yeah. and then to get you, you get that information so that next time you, you you hop in the studio and you try to create something you've got that in mind that you want to progress yeah you know what i mean but it's good that you had that that mentality because some artists would be like you know what i'm gonna redo it yeah and use that feedback to redo the song I, I mean like that's that's just like fuck bro you, you got you got to be able to be prepared to fucking fail bro like you know well the next might, track you can you know take exactly it you yeah. make i don't think this is a fail though i yeah. think this no, 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 this is i feel like every every track i do is like you get something out of yeah, it definitely. so you pump like 50 tracks and like only 10 of those will fucking probably resonate 
bigger than the other, you know, sort of 40 tracks. Yeah. But the fact that you went through the 50 tracks and you, and you, and you learned and you put it out there and you were confident enough to sort of hear people's feedback and sort of learn from what people thought of the record, mm-hmm. it would push you forward into like sort of knowing what you want to get out of the next opportunity you get. Yeah. That's just my perspective yeah. on it. Like, fuck it, bro. Like, you know, you're going to put out shit that some people are going to hate, uh, some people might not feel, and then you might put out a record the next day that other people might feel. Yep. Like, it's that's just, you know, if you can do that as an artist, then you're growing, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. all about the content, bro. Definitely, like, content is really key in, t- in terms of everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can, you can dress yourself or whatnot and paint your picture and sort of walk around with the billboard and social media and sell yourself. I don't mind that, but at the end of the day, it's like it's your talent that's going to push you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if that's like in check and that you know that you realize like from, I read this thing, I think I think you guys would have seen it. Like the day you realize that you suck is like one of those days where like the whole world opens up to you. Because once you realize that you're not as good as what you think and that there's always room for you to progress and grow and learn, you're going to take so much more out of that. You know what I mean? Because you're not mm. consistently needing people's validation to sort of just be like, hey, you're awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like, yeah, this is a good record, but what can I do for the next record? You know what I mean? Like, oh, this sounds great, but like, you know, let's see what I got next. You know what I mean? And that's just, you're just going to keep going, going, going. And next thing you know, you're like fucking trap star famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What have you been smoking today? You've been dropping a lot of gems. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I'm crazy. Just, just sweating, bro. You're crazy, man. Just sweating, bro. Yeah, no, I really appreciate everybody that showed love on that track. Like, I mean, I don't like to bask too much in people's, like, you know, kudos, but I appreciate that shit, yeah, but man. But sometimes, you know, if someone gives you roses, like, you, you got to spend the time to, like, you know, appreciate them, you know? Yeah. Some people are just too focused on, you know, doing the next shit that yeah. they don't even take compliments, you know? Mm. but like you should just feed into that energy you'll help out and yeah. it really it gives you a sense of what direction you're going exactly Absolutely. but um in saying that i've heard some of the new shit that this guy's putting out yeah and like it's fucking good man thank it's you it's fucking good bro this guy's a podcaster he keeps segwaying <laughs> now, now let's talk about new music nah, just like I'm, I'm, I'm a fan bro like with, with the dudes that i'm working with like from last year like yeah. um i'll just drop a few names like stevie slice like hey, deandre yeah, yeah. like hey. heartbreak kev hey. um i'm a fuck i'm a fan fuck i'm a fan i'm a fan first before like You're a fan fuck but 2020, 2020, like I want to speak, I want to get answers yeah. from all of you, including Nats. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What's, what's, what's in store for you guys, man? Like in terms of music and releases, what's your plan for 2020? Oh, nice. CJ, hit it. Uh, me, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, these days, these days, it's been a lot about producing. Um, far out. Ella's helped me out, just kind of network with uh, other Australian artists on the rise. Um, so I'm going to produce for a lot of them, I guess. Um, Ella actually mentioned Kev might need some beats. Um, oh, yes, that'd be great. So we'll probably try to talk about this. We'll, Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll try to talk about this after. <laughs> Business on record. But yeah, no, just, yeah, the thing's coming up. Just a lot of beat making for upcoming artists. Um, I'm trying dope. to connect with the 1-4. Um, made a remix recently. So hey, I'll see if they I can, heard that on yeah, the see if they can drop that. But on top of that as well, man, I want to slowly get back in my own solo stuff, to be honest. Um, it's a long bro. time coming. Yeah, but uh, 
Yeah, man, I'm just a perfectionist. And once I got something right, um, yeah, I think I should try to be a he's doing the, He's doing the Dr. Dre detox thing. Yeah, I know. I don't want to hold it too long. <laughs> 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 hey, people still ask actually, about actually, you, Actually, Nats is doing that. I have some, <laughs> mate, I have some <laughs> mates here that ask about Christian. They're like, hey, Ooh. oh, man, sick. Yeah, no, no joke. Like, your name still is known. Um, In the UK as well? He's... <laughs> It's like like Aussies too. That in the, in the yeah. UK, but then like, yeah, yeah, like enough, what area you're from? And I'm like, oh yeah, my mates they were from the West Sydney. And yeah, you know the RMB. Oh, and they're like, do they okay. do you know Christian? Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> you know what I love about this guy is that I love. He's like a like he's a solid achiever in a sense where like he sort of like he had he has a balance that I don't think many people really have, where like he sort of like he's the type of guy that like you, you know when you you get hyped up on a record and you're and you're making music and you just want to like keep pushing 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 like mm. i feel like his growth right now in a sense where he likes to take his time and i feel like it's very it's very rare for artists to really just sit down and sort of like be like is this really the best i could do for this record well, like, for me like you know we talked about it before yeah um I mean, you, you and Kev, like, you use yeah. on a different artistry where you, you know, push your stuff right. more than me, obviously. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm. man, that's that's heaps good. Like, that's how you progress in art, as an right. artist. But right. for me, music for me is, like, down to the basis of just having fun with it, enjoying right. it. That's good. That's and good. that's why I'm so slow with it. Like, I know it's slow. Like, I'm not really fussed about marketing and all that stuff. I know you nah. guys have a different, you know, mm, mm, mm. Uh, mindset towards it. And, yeah, like I said, I respect it. But, um, yeah, like you said, man, me, I'm just chill with it, man. I want to just make stuff that I love. Um. Yeah, pretty much, man. But that's that's. And the I, thing. if you enjoy, you enjoy. If you don't, I'm not cut. Like that's a healthier. That's, that's a healthier. Because I got consumed. I used to go pressure. hard. You know, I had my I had my little run on YouTube. Had right. a good run, and like it consumed me. To be honest, like, right. Like I was worrying about criticism and stuff, and like it was just yeah, stuffing on my head. So these days, man, I just release music for the love that's of dope. it. Just yeah, man, I'm more happy that way as well. So it's, yeah, man, I, that's I feel I'm like at. yeah, it's it's way more healthier. I think in 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 a sense where like you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to. In saying that, though, you know, I want to go get back into, you know, establish myself as an artist like right. you guys are doing. Right. But for now, look, I'll slowly get into it. Um, like I said, a lot of beat production, trying to take a step back behind the scenes, do a bit of beat production. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think hopefully this year I want to work on um, a lot of the stuff that I've just kind of been working on other than beat production. Like, mm. like I mentioned to you, mm. um, I'm trying to release something called the, uh, the idea right now is called Bangers and Mash. Um, that's one of my solo things I'm trying to release. Basically, just a mixture of bangers from every genre type of thing. Yeah, nice. wow. but um, and then you could start selling sausages and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some some, some uh, yeah. fundraisers at Bunnings, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's hey. cool, bro. Sponsored by Bunnings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to like, ask you something. Yeah, yeah sure. I want to sure. ask you, like, do you feel that you have to compete with? Christian Joseph of the 2010. Yeah, good question, man. Like, because like, like you question. did have a big present. You had a big present back then. Do that's you feel question. that you have to reach that, or you feel like you're in the shadow of an old Christian? Like, yeah, I think I about? used to want to, you know, try compete with that 2010 Christian man. Like, I wanted to reach that status again because, like I said, like it just consumed me, man. To be honest, like trying to reach that point, like. Um, everyone has the, every artist has their run and it, you know, as an artist, it's hard to maintain that momentum, you know? Mm. Um, and I could beat myself up, you know, trying to just keep trying to reach that, um, that pinnacle point in my yeah. you know career. But, um, yeah, right now I've changed that mindset, that mentality. And it's all about just, you know, I might be in the shadow, like you said, of my, you know, 2010 style. I don't but, think you are. 
to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but it's different. Like I'm not, I'm having more fun, mm. not trying to compete against the old Christian and just, you know, just mm-hmm. do yeah. it for what it is right now. Um, yeah, people still listen to my music. You know, I've changed from the R&B acoustic singer side to more deep house, deep house dance music yeah. to a little bit of trap producing for these guys. Yeah, um, yeah it's just fun that way, man. I'm yeah. just open. End of the day, for me, music is just, I'm all about, I love music in general and I'll make whatever I like. Like, yeah, man. I whatever love, genre. I love how you said that. And I'm glad that you're in that mind state now. Yeah. Mm. Because like people may fall into the trap thinking that their success from the past was their peak. Yeah, yeah. And Charles, get that shit going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at I'm Ellie. Getting, just, I'm getting just, mad distracted. Playing with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have a serious question, conversation. Oh, this guy is like... Yeah. <laughs> Swanging, oh, swanging. Before I'm trying to open up here, I know, man. I'm, trying, I'm trying to open, <laughs> trying to open up. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked it up. You really fucked it up, man. Yeah, that has been another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to leave this part in because it's pretty yes. um, But yeah, you, it's it's. Gl- I'm glad that Cheers, you've man. reached this point where you've like you know, Christian of 2010 isn't my peak. Yeah, your peak hasn't happened yet. That, that's kind of like the mind state well, that I think that's happening with you. Because well, like, I see. Look, I see it as a peak, but I can mm. always peak again. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I'm not trying to establish myself like these guys at the moment. Like you know, they're really pushing the envelope with their music and they're going places. Um, uh, I want to reach that sometime. You know, I want to try get into that uh, mindset again later on. But um, yeah. yeah, it's all about just you know taking my time with it. That's you know that's what I believe in, man. Just enjoy it, man. Because yeah. if I'm trying to. Like, I don't know how you guys do it, but like, if I'm just trying to push myself, work hard all the time, and I know that's what you need to be successful, but uh, yeah, for me personally, I just want to take it at my own pace, you know, go at my own pace, and um, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If um, I get big, if um, if I reach that peak again, like you said, and that's cool. If not, for me, I'm just, yeah, just having fun with it, man. Like, yeah, it's, man. Yeah, and this came, I'm this came from that. a guy that got like one million streams last year. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, it's funny you say that as well. Works. Just, just quickly. <laughs> still miss nah, the one What's your thoughts on being um, hitting another million streams? It's like, oh, it's okay. I'm That's just what doing I said. what I do. It's like, like he, it lets the work speak for himself, man. It's funny now because it's motivating. Because to be honest, last year, you know, I got that one million streams on Spotify, and I was just casually doing music. So it's kind of you know, motivational to just, um, if I knew I was going to keep doing it uh, more consistently, that 1 million streams could have been, you know, 5 million if I was less of a casual, you know, music. Well, that, that's, the, that's the Kirby Bryant mind state, bro. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I got that, that one, but, you know, that was if a subtle I kept flex going, right there, yeah, right? Yeah. That was a subtle yeah, flex. It's like, you know, if I worked a bit harder, I would have got 5 million <laughs> easy, you know what I mean? That's what the, that's how, that's how the legends think, bro. That's, how, <laughs> that's, how the, that's the yeah, mind mentality, bro. Not on like, some flex stuff, but yeah, it just goes to show, look, if I can do it casually, get, that much you know yeah. results then man if i go harder you know i could get more results so Fucking but yeah man that's where i'm at man just <laughs> 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 just hold it bro just hold the damn thing fucking episode like ella versus the mic let's see kevin like you done fucked up bro god damn bro all right but like thanks christian yeah so good man i love i wanted to really know like what's your thoughts on 2010 christian if that was an obstacle that you had to face because wow. if it was me, man, if I had your run 
yeah, back yeah. in the day and then i'm like I, i'd be always trying to top that and then i'd probably reach the dark place be like fuck i'm never gonna be as good as what well, i was like we were talking about before like the the music how it keeps evolving you know mm. like i just thought of it like 2010 you know i had a good run uh that time my music was popping but music's always going to change and mm. yeah man like you can't please everyone it's just yeah. always going to change but yeah, man, that's pretty much yeah, it. Man, you're so mature, man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Fucking mature. I love it. So, Kev, Kev, what's going to be happening this year? This year, in, yeah. in terms of your music. Yeah. So uh, this year, we uh, me, Dylan, and another artist. Um, he's from um, the Gold Coast. His name is Pace. He's actually super talented. He's on the Autotune Wavy stuff as well. Yeah. Um, if you go check him out on SoundCloud, it's P space A space C space E. Okay. Um, but uh, we have a music video coming out for that as well. Um, the song's called Fugazi and it, I think, yeah, it, it's a, it's a banger. It's like a, it's a hype track. For some reason I no. could just imagine how it sounds. Yeah. I'm not going to try, but like it, I can imagine Fugazi, you were Fugazi. singing it in my yeah. head. Yeah. It, it's going to be fire, but um, that's going to be one of our videos coming out soon. I'm not sure when. Um, Dylan and I, we're, we're going to be, we're working on a um, EP called Hot Boy Summer. Hopefully that'll be coming out. <laughs> hey, Hot Boy Summer. Yeah. Maybe early, <laughs> <laughs> early next month or mid next month. But um, yeah. Kev the Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've got probably a couple of videos coming out for the, like a couple of the songs on that EP. Um, what else? We've got, I'll probably Damn. be working on some solo stuff as yeah. well. Just doing, you know, videos. Just, you know, just staying busy basically definitely you know just to you know just i like being creative and that's what i love doing that's so dope. you know just as long as i'm recording just you know it, yeah, ma- it makes me happy and that's yeah you got the main you got thing. this game a lot bro biggest, that's the biggest yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's like a he's <laughs> triller from manila yeah, bro he's triller triller is, from, oh, he's gonna claim that it's very important triller i think <laughs> yeah no you killed it bro it's good. all right explain why 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 I, th- I don't know just like you know you people get to see you know you and your personality just through like you know so it's like a mu- little music video. It's like a little snippet. Like, what, to, to the audience that don't understand what Triller is, can you explain that to them? Oh, so Triller is it's like a it's an app, um, and basically you can just record, um, you know, yourself doing a little music video. I think the max you can record is about thirty seconds, oh. and you can record as many you know takes as you want, and then that app will cut it for you and it, it seems to cut it like perfectly in like all the positions trying it's to get all the videographers out yeah i know game, i know i know, hey, I know. I'm gonna watch are... out for this one eh? <laughs> yeah. all right i'm gonna cut that out eh? <laughs> 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 no, no, keep going, keep going. What's the and it's got like you know you can put like effects on it and stuff filters there's just like a bunch of stuff it's, it's real like you know just a preview stuff basically that's what i use it for yeah. A lot of other artists use it. Triller. It's a good insight to like that just a little app? jam in the studio, eh? That's right, yeah. Social yeah, that's video. Right. Now we got to get into that. Like we, we don't really do that, eh? The Triller Triller, stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, oh, you started I, a bit, I think. I started a bit, but um, I, I archived our Triller because like the video is coming soon and ah, true, just want to you know, build the energy. But um, I feel like it's really interesting with, with the Triller stuff is because like with content today um, and attention spans, yeah. I feel like it divides it up and the presentation of Triller is like, you know, you, you get an insight on what he said before, like the personality of the artist, exactly, um, yeah. how he sort of performs the record and how like, uh, how you're supposed to be moving, like when you hear yeah. it and stuff and like that. And you get a that. snippet of the track. And exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's all like sort of packaged and compressed in a way where you can present it to your audience and your, yeah. and your um, what do you yeah. call it, your platform. Yeah. People be oh, like, man, I wish I made Triller. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. gives it like a casual type of vibe as well. I exactly. mean, like it's very mm-hmm. casual and mm-hmm. people will just like interact with it. And, you know, people like, I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from it. I mean, you're it's like nothing it. special. It's just me in front of the camera doing three different, like, you know, different takes and that's about it. 
and you know but that's that's yeah. the thing though Kev like I, I feel like um in certain ways where you you sort of like um uh stand out with with Triller I feel like maybe you don't really need to have all that shit like um, maybe you just have Triller and then you have your setup at home and for you to do that in the comfort of your own home and you just keep stacking it it's like it's still a way for your audience to sort of see what you're up to. Yeah, yeah, but he needs a music video, you know. I understand. You don't know, talk like, about it. The only thing you can have is probably you know, all you need hey, is you, just a song yeah. and then Trilla. You know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're fucking up my business. <laughs> 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 all right, that's enough, fella. Fuck you. You can fuck off now, you fucking dog. No, no, no. But for real, man, we got to do some work. Okay? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure, for absolutely. sure. I really enjoyed our like, you know, our time making the video for Zone. That was fun. That was really fun and it turned out really great. Like the editing, like it's getting better and better as every time I edit it. Yeah, I can't wait for everyone to see it, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man. Was it February? February is the release? Yeah, let's let's just say February. Let's just put some pressure. Let's say early early February. I want to put some pressure on us because... You know, a deadline right, will you know, cool. get you us heard to it here, folks. doing our thing. All right, exactly. Deep House Remix coming soon. All right, so. hey. <laughs> can we make All a right. drill version? Yeah, drill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you can. We can make a drill song. I mean, like a drill video, you know? Like, you know. LOC, let's go down to you. What's your What's your plans for 2020, man? Man, um, I, I feel like uh, where I'm at in life now uh, with experiences and, and just learning things, I feel like uh, my priorities are straight. And I feel like uh, I've got a better handle on what balance, like mentally and sort of where I'm supposed to be at yeah. with, with everything. Um, I feel like with music, I tend to like um, try not to overthink it too much. And sort of just like, if I like what I'm doing right now, I'm just going to sort of just keep consistently yeah, doing it. You used to be a mad overthinker. Yeah, I mean, mm. you know, um, I think that's <laughs> one of the things that you, you tackle as an artist yeah. to overthink. Mm. But I feel like, the best shit is made when you're having fun and you sort of just don't think too much about it. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, like how zoned happen, how echoes happen, how facts happen. You literally have to get in the zone to get to it. <laughs> exactly. Like pretty much like literally you, the best stuff is when you're actually like, you kind of forget like what everything around you. You're exactly. stuck in this moment. But that was a fluke as fuck. Hey, I was like in my dining room table because like I got to set up my studio every time I record in the living room. So I'm mm. eating me and I just have the mic on and I just was like, Oh, like I just mumbling shit and then I was like holy shit okay cool I need to add some lyrics into this That's and then sick. I did that but well, it's just I, random I, I like how you replaced the, um, what you call it uh, migrant as your source of like you getting into oh that. So yeah it was it was nothing else right nah, <laughs> it was nah, all MSG right? <laughs> I, I feel like yeah so um, yeah 2020 um, I've got a stack of singles that are ready to go Dope. that's kind of rolled over from 2019 yeah um, I've got some joint EPs yeah I'm planning to do a joint EP with um, Ingle Burns Lyricist, mm, Rising yeah. Wordsmith, DeAndre. Um, that's coming together real soon. And um, I've got some tracks with um, HBK and 9-3 that mm-hmm. are in the works. Yep. Um, we've got a producer from uh, Canada that's sort of reached out to me from last year. And I've done a couple of records with him. But there was something that caught the three of our... Well, I, I caught my attention and then I sent it to Kevin Dill and they're like 100% on it. So we're just sort of waiting for things to align for us to step into the studio and create. Yeah. Um, I've got obviously like this is my dude for life. Like seriously, like mm. um, I think that we're always going to be working together. So if I hear something that he likes and no one's bought it, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and vice versa, but we've got some ideas on what we want to do as well. I feel like we, we, we Christian, like um, uh, our work ethic is like, we try and do something completely different to what we just made. Yeah. If you've noticed that. That's good. <laughs> like it's cool. Cause it challenges both of us where it's like, Oh, we just did a boom bat track. Let's, let's try and create a different. Don't, don't let that stop you from making like uh, you know, 
the same track twice and like different, you know? Because oh no, like, yeah. If it works, if it, man, works, it, works, it works, let's right. do it again, you know? But I feel like, cause, uh, cause Christian and I know each other so well, like we, we just want to see each, like we just like testing each other. Where it's like, what the fuck is Ella going to do with well, this shit? What else can you do? You, you know, know what I mean? Like it, it intrigues us. Have you, you know ever know seen I mean? um, like Charles, like, I mean, Ella, like a uh, mad random genre of music? Oh yeah. No, like, 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 Charles will be like, Ella will be like, oh, can you send me a beat? And then you just send him this mad K-pop beat. Yeah, I'll challenge I agree with what you say though. Like, if it works, it works. And if yeah. I keep concentrating on like one sort of uh, sound, uh, it could be successful in a way. But I feel like with the relationships EJ and I have, like, it's just kind of like, what the fuck can you do to this? Well, we've oh, been doing yeah. it for so long. And, you yeah, know, we just gotta <laughs> branch out to other things. You know, we can't just keep doing the same thing. Yeah, mm. um, but you know, who knows? Dream um, cities. Dream Cities, oh yeah, yeah that's that. a totally different thing. Um, I feel like um, Dream Cities, we're at a point right now where we're just trying to align scheduling mm. to yeah. uh, finally complete them, like so the production side of our second, I don't even know what it is. Like I, I feel like we've recorded like around 11 songs. Yeah. And um, it's very difficult to do that in a band where it's like, um, you know, everything can change. And you know how those three guys work, like it's four different minds. Yep. And I feel like, yeah, once everything aligns with Dream Cities, we'll go for it and we'll we'll hit it off. So shouts to the boys, Alex, shout Andre, out. and Mike. Um, I haven't spoken about it much on this podcast, but I feel like once we sort of get a handle on when our first official single will release this year, we should come down here as a band and discuss it with hey, you guys. Shout so. outs because, uh, you know, I think you're becoming a, a recurring character <laughs> in oh, the well. Cheekoders world. Um, let's yeah. go to. I want to go to Nat's blazing. Yeah, I want to hear this. Yo, Nat's yo. blazing. Yeah. Are you still blazing? Still, are you still, still blazing, are you still my rapping? friend. Still blazing, Nathan blazing. Like like this year, twenty twenty. Are we gonna look twenty twenty? I'm one. excited. It's it's a great it's a great time to actually open with this raff. Like um, it's one of our earlier episodes. Good, good to have you guys on as well. Um, it's Thanks, inspi- it's inspiring, you. man. No, seriously, hearing all your stuff's really inspiring. But with that said, um, twenty twenty. Just content, eh? Um, cheat coders pushing the brand forward, um, putting both feet in uh, with Raf and mm. Don. Really want to push the platform, mm. man. I think there's so much positive things happening with what we're doing here, like um, mm. especially with how Don and um, Raf are like handling it over there. The g- bigger guests, um, spreading awareness that this platform exists. That so we're gonna get more artists like you guys. Are, um, like like you said, reoccurring guests. You guys are like family. We've known each other for like. Fuck, I don't even know how long anymore. Um, so you guys are always welcome here, but obviously to, for us to expand, Thank you. I reckon that'll be dope. As for me, Thank um, you, bro. I love how, um, CJ, how you say, like your, your approach to beat making is sort of the place where I'm at now. It's sort of like, I don't want to have that pressure yet of, um, there's always that burning, uh, this this burning, like this, this little flame inside him. It's like, fuck, I just want to like, you know, go back in, like just go all out. But at the same time, like, nah, nah, not yet. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> Let's just have fun with it first type thing. So mm. in terms of fun, um, I really want to go hard on the YouTube thing. Like I think it sort of go in, mm. coincides with what we're doing with the cheat coders. We're like, we're trying to have a social media presence. So I want to get my YouTube thing on, man. I want to, I want to um, get onto streaming on Twitch, all that shit. Um, and just talk about stuff I like, music. Um, Eminem's albums just came out three days ago. And that's why I was saying I was going to explain now. Um, Reason why I haven't listened to it, I want to just stream the whole thing. I'm just going to get my reaction, talk about it. And it's just things like that. Uh, it's stuff I love, man. And I was like, 
if I can put it out there, I'm putting out that energy. It just it's if you if you're passionate about something, it's it's seamless. And it doesn't matter. It's the same approach with Christian with your beats. I'll be like, if put out there, if no one even listens or no one tunes in, I'm like, I don't care. I get an episode out of it. And I'm actually like having fun with it. I'm listening to an album I've been waiting on and three days not listening to an album um, that Eminem dropped, for me, that's a long time. Like I I, I found out about it seven minutes after Royce posted on his Instagram and I was like, fuck, Eminem had to drop an album now and I have to wait till Sunday. So it's, it's been killing me. I'm like shaking right now. I'm like, waiting so i'm gonna do that later <laughs> and i'll be on my twitch so we'll go from there but yeah that's pretty that's pretty much it man hopefully um okay. Dope, bro summer up he's not doing any music uh was that what was, <laughs> no, was, was that what you were waiting for like you know he's yeah, like, we, we wanted to know if you're gonna we're gonna at least hear all <laughs> one next one i want i really want to i'm he, not i'm not even kidding but like i said if to. i feel it and i, I like i really want to do it I, I think i'll just i'll just do yeah, it yeah. like it'll just come out of mm. nowhere type thing you want to have fun with it there's no yeah, like plan it's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drop this 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 if I if I get into a momentum of it again, we'll see. I'm the same. Yeah. Next thing you know, premium sense. Snapchat. I, I, I just downloaded <laughs> that Triller though, that Triller app that you guys talked about. That'll be. I swear, like if I, if I see you on like some webcam site <laughs> selling selling your body, cam boys, for cam boys. <laughs> Cam yo 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 yo! <laughs> I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a serious conversation with <laughs> like you, bro. It's like, hey, yo, rap, I'm like getting more plays. I'm getting more room. views, though. Skikoders, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, what was the one? Um, Skikoders, Skikoders. <laughs> oh, okay, it's getting real explicit now. Um, I just want to do one more random topic before we hit head into the end of the show. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just I was hearing you having a conversation with Kev about the body of work and how it used to be an album. All right, of yeah. A certain amount of tracks. Okay. And now it's gone to another amount of tracks. Now, so tell me, tell me what what, what conversation were you having before the podcast? Oh, no, we, we were just discussing like um for this era of time, like what the ideal track listing because I've noticed a pattern now with a lot of um artists releasing like two to three track yeah EPs, two packs and the three packs yeah. two three pack eps and um kev was discussing that with me where he was saying yeah that's what i'm planning to do with with nine three and deal yeah and um they were going to package it like in a sense where it all cohesively ties in but because of there's a, there's a limited amount of content that can focus more on each sort of you know yeah track i think that's what we we're discussing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah you were saying that nowadays like the best way to present a body of work mm -hmm. for an underground artist or mm -hmm. someone that's coming up or in mm. independent yeah. is to do three to four tracks yeah. or EP or packs, what whatever you, you want to call it. Yeah, no, I agree with them with their conversation. Like, I think the general, just the, like with the social media around these days, uh, there's so much content to be listened to. So you got to kind of capture everyone's attention and you only have a short amount of time to do that. Yeah. So like Kev's doing, he's got that Triller thing going on. It's a good, you know, platform mm. to showcase your stuff quickly with EPs. Um, yeah, you got to have small EPs because people don't have time to listen these days to a, a long ass album. So yeah. um, what do you, what you think is like, like forget new, new school, old school and like what it used to be and what it is now. What is, do you think is the ideal amount of tracks in an album uh Ooh. is it the 18 or is it the nine well or there's, there's different ways to play it um i've always grown up to knowing that like uh you put out the mixtape first yeah build the hype we do a couple of freestyles and mm -hmm. you know sort of test the waters and then you build it up to your album which will probably be like like five or ten of your like 
best original pieces. Mm. And then, so it kind of like sort of rolls into that big thing. And then like, um, I don't know, some dudes just get like real extra and do like two albums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like double-sided. Chris Brown. Uh, like, you know, yeah. just, just 44 tracks. <laughs> um, I feel like a good album, would, for me, running time-wise is like, I don't know, like. What, 40 minutes? Something like that. Like, yeah, maybe. I think I'm a I'm a big fan of nine track albums. Yeah. Okay. Like the, like the, the, the fucking good music drops that came mm. out. They were like seven. Seven or eight, tracks right? each yeah. was it? Or something. <laughs> Charles, don't talk while you're doing that thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, I, but like yes, sorry, the, man. I'm a big fan of nine track albums. Like maybe like the old school stuff from like Thriller and all that, and then you got the all all of Bruno Mars's shit is like that too. Yeah. Illmatic, it was like a short album as well. Short mm. albums. It's, sure. I just feel a bit more connected to a short, not, it's not, not a short album. It's more so like a half an hour to a 40 minute album. What if a guy like, um, <laughs> like it's one minute, right? For a video in Instagram, right? Yeah. Mm. He just does a whole like EP of like one minute. It's gonna happen. We're joking about this thing. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having a good laugh about it now, but it's gonna happen. Hey, that could be you, man. What's that? Like 10 seconds. Then it changes to another track. That's it. Yeah, it's gonna be like new vibes. Like someone's gonna make an Insta album. Do it. You heard it first. It could be a whole new app. The replays on that would stack the streams, I reckon. Alright, Ella, that's your next one. Hello, one minute. One minute. It's gonna be Nats's. Nats is gonna have an Insta album. That's easy, man. It's like, oh, you wanted a track, right? I'm gonna do an Insta album. One minute, ten tracks. I mean, you can drop a whole music video on IGTV now. Yeah, some people have moved that up. Well, I still like the traditional YouTube drop. I think YouTube will always be the main source where you could drop music video. I think, like, as much as IGTV will continue to grow, I think YouTube will continue to be the main source of video. What do you reckon, Kev? Yeah, I think like people's uh, attention spans are getting like shorter. So it seems mm. like these three to four, like five track projects are just like they hit the spot because like as CJ was saying, like people don't have, have enough time in their life to like, you know, sit through like, let's say like a fucking 12 song album and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I just feel like these short projects. Yeah. Like even songs are getting shorter. Like, yeah, uh, like three two, minutes now Two like even two minutes, like yeah. two minute songs where it's just like literally like. Uh, like the hook verse, and the verse, like, and then it would just yeah. <laughs> Wasn't like Gucci Gang by Lil Pump like one of the the shortest songs to reach yeah, it was like, like so two minutes thirty yeah. maybe? Nah, yeah. what, what about yeah. that Old Town Road guy? Um, Lil was that was that a short track? Like a, that was like a, that was like a minute something, bro. What's your thoughts, Nats, on the on the what's your ideal track number? Um, Fifty. <laughs> There's a lot of Eminem, <laughs> a lot of Eminem stuff. Fifty tracks, three album trilogy. You're an Eminem fan. A lot of Eminem tracks are about eighteen it's, to it's, twenty. It's hard right? to say. Like, I wouldn't like a long Eminem album. Like, Kamikaze when he dropped it was enough. Like, I didn't want any more. Like, that was enough for that. There was an era where, like, I felt long albums were were the thing, and um, you know, it was really good to have a. Uh, a larger body of work, but like like you like you guys said, it's all it's all about the um the consumption these days. There's so much out there, especially I think if you're an artist, you got to approach it like how everyone is. Like if, if you're looking at everything, like not just music, how you how you push your stuff, it's got to be consistent as well. I think that's why I like Drake. Um, well, when Drake was having his run, he, he and not just Drake, like a lot of artists, they just push out. Singles. Ello told me this. You told me this last year, bro. It's like, nah, it's, don't, don't mm. bother with like, you know, 
making a massive mixtape and all that like mm. just put tracks out there in a consistent basis once a month once a week yep. or something because um you know actually this is this, this is pretty dope there's a there's a rapper he's, a, he's an italian guy um have you heard of a no, you know, you know Russ, yeah. The um, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he, I, I I don't know much of his music, but I listened to a um podcast with him and Joe Budden, and he he's been tackling it for a decade, and he was dropping this guy's work ethic. I respect it so much. I I don't really dig his music, but he was basically dropping like a mixtape a Every month day. for a year. Um, or not like he just dropped so much shit, and he wasn't getting like the the traction that he wanted, um, per se. Um, but what he noticed, he saw a formula. Every time he dropped like a massive, like twenty-track mixtape on SoundCloud, the the most popular track would always be the first one because people would just tap into it, and then eventually it would trickle down and get lower and lower towards the end. So he, he's like, you know what, fuck it. The music's not the problem. The work ethic is definitely not the problem. It's my approach. It's my um my targeting. You know, like maybe if yeah. I just like do one dope album and then release a track a day or a track a week. If he's dropping mixtapes a month, what's to stop him from dropping each track as a single every day, if that's how much he has. Mm. And mm. from then he realized like every time he dropped, each song was getting its proper like exposure. Cause like, it, like, yeah. like you guys said, you get a mixtape, you're like, fuck, I can't be fucked, man. Like I'll listen to first two tracks yeah. and I'll judge the, the artist from that. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And if like the first few tracks I'm not digging, I might miss a few gems at the ba- at the end. But by then, I'll probably moved on to another 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 tape or something. That's something that's worth yeah. worth looking at. To be honest, I th- I think that's that's really important. And um, yeah, yeah, just a bit of knowledge, just a bit of insight. <laughs> I like that. So you reckon a standard amount in your taste would be like short, what, bro? Fifteen short, but yeah, I think short. like yeah, sure. But I think established artists they have the luxury to do an album. They can do it. Whatever the how the fuck they mm. want because they they're known. Yeah, exactly. But as an as, if yeah. we're like if you're underground, man, if you're pushing out mixtapes, it's it's hard to to get the views on that, you know. Like, and always yeah. put your best mm. track, not the first track on the on the mixtape. Would I notice? Because like for me, like it's 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 kind of good being in the fan side of things. Like I've taken a, I'm not doing music, but I still I'm still like with it, man. Like we did music, yeah. we tried, we we pushed our exactly. own shit back then. So I I know the the mechanics behind the it formula. and like i love yeah, the marketing yeah. side mm. I, I still geek out over that shit and i love to you see how that, artists eh? blow up and um yeah. putting your first track at the start like straight away the, the single put it like first track if you can treat it like that because like yeah. that's the one that you're pushing if you can get them yeah. right at the start they'll be like fuck let me keep going and then they're gonna keep trickling and that's how russ got big apparently um he didn't blow up until like 10 years later and then when people really mm. fucked with a few like four out of his hundred singles in a year mm. people went back it's like it's like catching game of thrones at season seven and then you're like hey this is a good show i'm gonna watch like from season one now yeah bang they just, he just and he's yeah. got like so much material so much content that's already out there it was inevitable he's like nah it's gg this guy's like fuck, he's made it you know and that's like I'm, yeah. I'm giving props to the guy i don't even like him but i respect his his formula i was like fuck he, he, he figured it mm. out he figured it out in the climate well, all, in, in all where he was. was like just, and that might not yeah. always work, but right now I think that's what how it's working and it's gonna evolve again when there's new platforms, mm. when there's new music, new new things happening. Um yep. and I reckon you guys are going the right way. Like you guys are pumping like, you know, singles out of no Ella, I don't know how many singles you did last year. I, all I gotta say, just keep going, man. Just keep dropping it. 
and Thanks, put your best work out quickly that. and use all the yeah. uh, like how kev I, I just downloaded that triller thing i didn't even know about this shit that's fucking dope man yeah use <laughs> yeah. that shit no i'm yeah. not even kidding put your shit on as many yeah, platforms man. as you can because yeah you can put something yeah. on instagram yeah you can put something on tiktok they're going to be different markets there mm. like if you put on instagram man. you're only going to get the instagram people and and vice versa yeah, put yeah. the whole video on igtv like youtube is the traditional source but if you got on igtv there's a whole you know another thing facebook like uh, people say facebook's dead i put post my cheat code and shit on my facebook because i know my family's gonna see it my uh, aunties and uncles yeah, they don't right. even know what instagram is or spotify and shit but when they're on facebook yeah. they're like oh yeah. shit nathan's doing podcasts now and like and it works you know so I think yeah, yeah definitely um, especially for you, for yourself Kevin Elo uh, since you guys are really on that pushing your brand out there so much potential mm. guys and just keep like Thanks, dropping 100%. gems as quickly and consistent as possible I think I went off track and that has been another episode of um, Nat's the marketing advisor <laughs> <laughs> I took a lot out of it man social media guru that. of Nat's blazing I get cab bro I YouTube all day that's why I'm just like, I geek out with these, like watching these YouTube how-to yeah, videos the- and stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's the approach we're right. taking as well anyway with this podcast. And once again, you know, we want to push the platform forward and we can all rise up no, together that way. You know, things haven't no, changed. You know what I'm saying? Dope. All right, cool. let's showcase some music. Like, all right, cool. Uh, like, well, let's go to the Cheat Coder stash. This is the episode. This is the part of the show where each of us nominate a song that we... Um, we love um, jamming too, whether it be local or worldwide known or 10 years ago, mm. two days ago. Get my Spotify out, see whichever. what I like. So like, um, let me know, like, um, we'll start off with... Wait, I don't want to go We'll start first. off with Nats. No, 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 Do you bro, have I never go first. Okay. I don't even have a song, man. All right, cool. Let's start off with me then. Sorry, bro. Wait, let me find one. And um, if you guys can send me the link through the... The chat, the zone chat, just, yeah, and yeah. then I'll go at a point. All right. So this is the part of the show we, where we nominate a song that we're living, listening to and jamming to. And we just, you know, we just like to share music and listen to it. So I'm just going to be like the first person to do this. And I'm going to play the zone by these guys. Yay. Because, you know, you're our guest. We want, we want to play the song that we're going to be showcasing in our music video. So mm. here is Zone by LOC, Heartbreak Kev and Christian Joseph. On the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's hard to understand. I've been aiming for the top to me. Hey. I wanna be the one. I'm just caught up in my zone. You see, there ain't no time to slow it down. We on the road. We just hit to shut it down. No attention to the fraud. I guess it's hard to understand. I've been aiming for
that was zoned by LZ, <clears throat> Heartbreak Kev, and Christian Joseph on the beat. Skirt, 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 skirt. Hey, so who wants to go next Actually, to I nominate gotta, a I song? Gotta, I, gotta, I got something. Let me All right, just, let me so that's blazing. Real quick, y'all. What song did you want to nominate for the Cheat Coders stash? Hey, I think, hey, I know you would have heard this. Uh, let me just put it here. All right, so there's a new track by one of my favorite rappers. His name is Royster59. And he dropped a video for this recently. Hey, Ella, have you been following the Gris- the Griselda movement? Yes, I have. What do you think of them? Uh, they are. Well, I, I feel like um, man, how can how can I put this? Like, if you're if you're with it, you're with it. You know, you yeah. know it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you're not, you're cool. not. I think they make they're making you're like not, grimy not. rap cool again type thing. <laughs> exactly. Good. Well, I, I feel like they're just adding onto it. Yeah. I think um, they're like they're a perfect example know. of like you know what we're just gonna do what we do yeah. fuck what everyone says and you know it's paying off. Exactly. Anyway, this track is called yeah. Overcomer and it's with Royce Five Nine and Westside Gun from Griselda. It's pretty dope. It's uh just just listen to it. It's cool. He this is um Yellow Wolf. Did you catch that? Yeah. I yeah, that yeah. One, yeah. Damn. I like the sample. Maybe they've been folded or something. Hey yo, all we did was slain dope. Mini tech, that's my main hoe. Fish scale pictures. Wish you well, heard you got 30 up north inside me. He ain't need no scale. Ruby shells and Bloomingdale's. Word on the street, he had two for sale. Pistol in your mouth like a root canal. Asked him with the mission roof, pistol roof. Sitting on your head, I bet to get you soon. Call side, sign got 30, Brock got 50. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I just wanted to hear uh, voice of the voice. Yeah. Breaking every generational curse in life. Perverse, concise, make sure the verse is right. Return who adverse to the earth, make sure that my hearse is white. In the contract, Jewish, to match a grind that's foolish. A Quran that's Buddhist. Rapping so my Quran and the non-stack moolah. As I sign on the dotted line with the passion of a blind tattooist. In reaction to slithers from lizard's mouth. Yellow Wolf, this is your first and your last pass. I ain't gonna put it on blast, your punk ass know what this about. You think it's about being loud or trying to be hostile <laughs> till you get found face down on the ground outside of Kid Rock House. Ooh. Though you a vulture pundit, I hope you get sober from this. Men lie, women lie, so do numbers. The energy never lies when you are overcomer. The energy never dies when you are overcomer. I don't rhyme oh, for the likes. That's going in. <laughs> All right, that was um, <laughs> Overcomer by Royce to Five Nine. Westside Gun. That's fucking nuts. I'm gonna hear that song when on the way home. Um, so Charles, LLC. Oh, yeah, well, I gotta, I gotta plug, I gotta plug the homies, man. Like, I gotta appreciate um, Kev's presence here and, and joining us, and you know, letting me create with him. So, I'm gonna plug um, Nine Three Hot Boys. Oh yeah, shit. Doing. I appreciate that. Thank you. Man, I had this on repeat for like fucking, I don't know, I guess like three. I think, yeah, I think this is what started it all. Like when you like 
um, started vibing to it on your story. Oh, this this was you- the vibe that sort of got me paying attention. This and your record, Akuma, on SoundCloud. Yep. But when I reached out to you was when I was like, uh, I had to share my opinion on the icy drop when that dropped. Yeah. And that's what really like sort of initiated. Yeah, like, you know, I'm a legit. Hey. Like, all right. So this is all I ever known. Right. It's a vibe, cause 93 hot boys. Shout out my brother Dylan Docker. Hey. Hey, this is what I heard when I made Zone. I was like, oh, I gotta get that vibe going on. Hey. Yeah, man, that 808 just yeah, fucking. Yeah. Shout out B Hill for that beat. Yeah. Props, man. Props. It's it's good. Banger, bro. banger. Yeah, Dylan goes off. It's like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. <laughs> Yeah, sick. <laughs> Bro, uh, conf- confession though, like I've already manifested this in my head. If if I was ever to start doing like a like a hip hop shows again, bro, I'd love for these guys to rap. Yeah, it's out of nowhere. Like just be like, have these guys just finish it off. I won't, my, I won't have pants on though. I'll come out with no pants <laughs> and uh, I'll shut that place down. It's the reveal. It's the reveal. Oh, shit. That was slow, all slow I ever known that, by the 93 Hot Boys. One of them at 93 Hot Boys. Yeah. Is that with the apostrophe after the Y? So how do you say your group name? 93 Hot Boys? 93 Hot Boys, 93 Hot Boys. 93 Hot Boys? Yeah. Why is that before we wrap this up? Was, um, there, was there 93 Hot Boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just uh, me and Dylan were both born in 1993. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically... Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Nice, nice. Dope. Cool. So Christian, what song did you want to yeah, um, nominate for the Chico's stash? Last one. No, no. Keep one? going. No, no, no. Don't, yeah. That one? Yeah, uh, let me put the link in. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I had to do a bit of a plug. Um I made the beat for this song um for one of the artists I'm working with, a close mate, Timber. Oh nice. Hi. Um and also some new artists coming out of uh Rudy Hill. Uh his hey. name is what sixty six Fee and sixty six uh Fex. Um, hey, shout outs. Um uh, it's a uh, sixty six in their name is because they're from the two seven six six Rudy Hill postcode, so uh yeah, I thought I'd just plug the new track I made for him. Um, the music video released today. It's on Spotify. Oh, is the link coming up? On Link's not coming up. I tried to find it on Spotify the, um, when, I, when I got here because it one came sec. out, but it's not on. Edit point. I'm going to do a lot of edits for this one. <laughs> Where's no <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kev, yeah, we'll Kev first. what song did you want to nominate on the Chico to Stash? So I mentioned earlier in this podcast about this artist called Pace. He's from the Gold Coast. Um, I don't think I've ever told him, but he's he's been a big inspiration to me, actually. And I've noticed that he's been in a creative slump. Um, so I just thought I'd play this song to uh, show that I you know, appreciate him and that his music is fire and he should you know just keep going with this stuff. Um, the song's called My Bay. Check it out on SoundCloud. Hey, shout outs to you, man. And let's play this song.
The suspense is killing me. Hey. New shit. Hey, <laughs> music. First listen. <laughs> New shows. Colors, 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 colors. Like a beats vibe. Hey. That's cool. That's cool. Hey. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is going to build up. Ah, 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 ah. Man, that voice is pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's super high. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it's so high. I thought he pitched it up, but now, like, he actually did that voice. Oh, is that, wow. that a real voice? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, shit. That's cool. That's, that, I reckon that's creative as fuck, man. Fat, that's fat. Like, to go that, to go that way. No, he didn't do his voice. He did. He, like, he showed me, like, he did the voice. And <laughs> voice and I was like, fuck. Well, just added auto-tune, but that's it. Yeah, yeah that's what you Ask for scientific proof, like, oh, how'd you do it? Did he have like a helium balloon or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Nah, I like it. I rate that, man. This is the music we play on the way to the kick on. After, oh, bro, after, after kick the kick on party. music, eh? Hey. <laughs> you're driving to the kick on spot. And you're like, <laughs> And that was Ooh, my best. Shout out, Pace. Dope. Shout out to Pace. Pace shout out. Fucking nuts, man. All right, so Christian Joseph, what song did you want to play for? Yeah, just quick, just quickly again. Um, new beat I uh, what's it called? New song that's released today. I made the beat for it. It's called "Let You Know," um, featuring uh, Timber. Um, it's by new artist from Rudy Hill called Sixty Six Fex and Sixty Six uh, Fee. Shout outs, yeah, the boys, yeah, the boys, yeah, the boys, yeah, the boys. Sorry, I'm just waiting for this to blow. There you go. Oh. Okay, I think the drop's coming. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Bro, it's a vibe. Hey, this is dope, man. Hey, it's good. Please don't tease me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, we're not going to get any more. Okay. That's cool. My phone told me not to showcase anymore. <laughs> but that song's out now. Right? That was fine. Yeah, yeah. Rudy Hill. Where can they find that song? Music video came out today. It'll be on uh, YouTube. Um, IGTV as well. Yeah. Look uh, just out, look, look up. Look out for those boys. Yeah, just look up uh, 66 Timber or 66 uh, Fex, uh, F-E-K-Z, I think, and 66 R-H-B. Mm. I'm searching on Instagram, yeah. So by scary. Kev's logic, they were born in 1966. No, Ooh. no, the postcode. The postcode. <laughs> 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 Man, I don't know if they'll be making music still. Dope, dope, dope. All right. So that, no, is there anyone else that we needed? What about your track, Nats? What do you? He played Royce's. There was just too many songs going on. I feel bad. You want to plug no, someone cool. now? You can plug someone now. Let me get my Spotify. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be edits, edit points, edit points. Edit points. I'm gonna do a lot of editing with this one. Uh, but um, so where can it, where where can we find you guys? Like, 
Uh, you can find me on um, Instagram, 93 Heartbreak Kev. Uh, you can also find me at 93 Hot Boys and also check out 93 Dylan Darko. You can find us on um, YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Hey, and Apple you? Music. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> you can find him killing shit. Ooh. Hey. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Instagram. Just search up Christian Joseph. Um, hey. My account should come up, yeah. Cool. Um, you can find me in the club. <laughs> uh, <Linda. laughs> um, at L-O-C, uh, L-O-C for Instagram. Hey. Um, Spotify, just type E-L-L-O-C and some Asian guy will pop up. Hey. Hopefully that's me. Um, and SoundCloud is, yeah, just type in L-O-C and I should hopefully pop up. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. When are we going to find your cam girls? <laughs> I was actually going to plug it cam right boys. now. So. Cam boys. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be live in two hours. So. Tune in. <laughs> uh, link me. Link me on the deal. Oh, I, I got it. I can, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine that's man. I can imagine that's getting the like. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I, I, I implemented like a oh, donate button as well. So you can donate money. When I string. Oh man, hey. that's crazy. But, um, no, where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Nats Blazing, and uh, YouTube, Nats Blazing, and Twitch.tv, Nats Blazing. Hey, so yeah, nice. uh, no, for real, but I'm um, actually gonna do the uh, I'm gonna test it out. I'm gonna do my first live stream today. I'm not really expecting anyone to be in it, it's just sort of just to just to do it. But obviously, when this yeah. episode drops, it would have happened already. So by then, I'm hoping the um, the footage, I'll put it up on YouTube or something. But uh, yeah, I'll be reviewing the new Eminem album, which I have not listened to yet, and give my take on it. Nice. Mad, bro. I'll, I'll try to catch that, bro. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Dope. Um, All right. Thanks, guys, for doing your thing. Because... Uh, <laughs> no worries. So... You can find us at the Cheat Coders as well as um, you can find me, info at rafflores.com or rafflores.com. So hopefully you'll be here next week because this has been another episode of the Cheat Coders.